Hello and welcome back to the show. This is episode number 177. And in this episode, we are going to talk about documenting your tillage passes. Every day, there are phenomenal advancements happening in the field of agriculture technology. The team at RDO Equipment Company, along with respected, knowledgeable industry experts, are here to bring you the latest in ag tech news, information, and products that help today's growers solve challenges. With that, let's get into the show. I don't have a ton to talk about this week, but I felt like this was something that should be talked about or could potentially be talked about just because of the season that we're in and some of the questions some people may have about documenting tillage passes. So going traditionally speaking or or thinking about some of the passes that we document or some of the agronomic information that we collect of course the first one that comes to mind is yield that was kind of the the one that started it all was documenting our yield so we had something to put into our toolbox to start making educated decisions off of now Fast forward, oh, well, documenting yield goes back to the the mid to late 90s, I believe. Um, So fast forward here to 2022, and we can document so much more than just yield. So we throw in documenting our planter pass. So we're documenting our our population, our seeds per acre, pounds per acre, uh, we're documenting our fertilizer applications, whether it be on that planter or uh, pre-planting or fall application, whatever that may be. So we've got planting documentation, um, and it, it now with uh, the HD data that we can get off of the John Deere planters, it's way more than population. We've got applied downforce. We've got seed singulation or seed spacing. We've got... Uh, all of that, the speed, the the applied downforce, the target margin, the so many data layers that we pull in. So the next one would have been application. I kind of touched on that with the planter. We talk about um, whether it be fertilizer application, we talk about our, our spray passes or our, our um, crop protection passes. All of that stuff is documented on target application as applied um, as applied application so the amount of gallons or pounds whatever products we're putting down all of that stuff is documented and then we move into harvest um, well actually we're going backwards into harvest uh, kind of went went down the line of of uh, of the seasons not how they came about but with harvest we get yield we get moisture we get uh, um, oh gosh there's there's so many other different uh all other different applications or or agronomic data layers that that are coming in uh when we talk about that we've got our like i said our moisture our yield our speed we've got variety data that comes in um a lot of different things now if we have connected machines jd link connected machines all of those data layers, whether it be planting, uh, application, harvest, we also get machine data along with that. So we're documenting our fuel efficiency. We're documenting total fuel utilized, uh, fuel per hour, fuel per per area, 
all that stuff is being documented. And then we start uh, looking at productivity. You know, what does our productivity look like? Now, I say all of this stuff because those are, again, going back to the 90s, starting with Harvest, that is what we think of when we think agronomic data. We think of our yield maps, our planter as applied maps, and maybe some fertilizer or or crop care or spraying maps. Uh, those agronomic data layers are kind of what we focus on when we talk about agronomic data and making decisions. Now, here we are today going to talk about documenting your tillage pass. And the big question I always get is, why would I document my tillage pass? We're just out there turning the soil over, uh, making it black, burying residue, sizing residue, whatever it may be uh, on your operation. Maybe you don't do tillage. Uh, Maybe you're a no-till farm, minimum till, uh, strip till, all those other ones. Uh, We don't know. There's different reasons for every operation, um, whether you're uh, next door neighbors or you're halfway across the world, everybody does it just a little bit different. But going back to why we should start documenting our tillage operations, it's going to come down to no different or no other reason than the same reason we document our harvest or we document our planting. With these data layers, we can utilize them in our toolbox to make educated decisions for the future. Now, yes, the data layers that come in with tillage are are somewhat limited at this point because documenting your tillage pass is actually fairly new to the industry. Now, some of you out there that already have John Deere TrueSet tillage, you're kind of ahead of the game. So with John Deere TrueSet, we've actually got a number of data layers that are going to come in with uh, applied depth, applied down pressure. If you have uh, rolling baskets, you got your target depth, your target pressure. Um, we can document if we're running a map-based tillage or prescription tillage. Uh, we document that stuff. But even those of you that don't have true set tillage on your tillage equipment, we can still put in a kind of a just a base, a generic inform generic piece of information as long as we set up the the operation within that display, whether you're using 2600s, 2630s, uh, Gen 4, 4600 or 4640s, excuse me, uh, or the 4600 on the command arm. We just need to make sure we set up that operation to document tillage. Now, we can go in and we can just put a flat, hey, we're tilling this ground at four inches deep um, or whatever it may be. We can put that in and it's still going to give us the information that we want. That being, yes, we're just going to have a set target or set applied depth, but we're going to be able to bring in our speed, we're going to be able to bring in our productivity, our fuel usage, all of that type of stuff, and start to take that information and compile it with our yield data, our variety data, our uh, different soil types, and be able to make decisions based off of all of that information. Now, um, a lot of, in this part of the world, a lot of people have 
uh, hired hands out doing tillage, um, or maybe it's you yourself doing the tillage and um, different things happen. You go throughout the day. Um, maybe you're going a little bit faster because you want to get to your grandson's football game or your your son's football game, or if it's in the spring, you want to get uh, to a to a baseball game or a track meet or whatever it may be. Um, we all do our our little things to uh, speed up or slow down or or cut corners, whatever it may be. But when we document that, we can start to see things happening. So. Say we have a targeted tillage speed of five miles an hour, and we decide, you know what, this field's tilling up good, I'm going to speed up to six and a half miles an hour. And when we do that, we're changing our practices. We're changing the way that soil profile sits based on the tillage tool we're using and the speed that we're utilizing it at. Now, every tillage tool out there, doesn't matter if it's John Deere or any other manufacturer out there, they all have best practices when it comes to speed. They have ideal operating speeds on all the different products, the different types of tillage, everything. They all have an ideal speed. Now, even if we're in within that ideal speed, what we can see, and I have personally seen it myself in in different data sets if we go from five miles an hour to let's say six and a half or seven miles an hour doing some tillage we could potentially now again i say potentially see yield differences based on how that ground is being worked now yeah a lot of stuff goes into that it's it's how our growing season comes upon us it's the the variety or hybrid we choose. It's which crop we choose. It's the amount of pest pressure that we have throughout the season. There's a lot that goes into that. But I'm I'm saying that there is opportunity to start learning from our tillage passes. The other thing we can do is taking tillage and bringing it to our planting data or kind of looking at it with our planting data, when we start to talk about ride quality and ground contact and amount of downforce needed um, or amount of downforce applied, all of that can be, all of that information can be bundled together and utilized. So again, the question I get, you know, why do I want to document my tillage pass? It's just another thing I have to remember. Yes, it is. But again, if you get something with true set tillage, that documentation is already happening. If you don't have true set tillage on it, we can set that up to document and collect those data layers uh, within the John Deere operation center. So, uh, and that doesn't have to be, you don't need a John Deere tillage tool with true set. True set is John Deere exclusive, but you don't need a John Deere tillage tool to document your tillage pass. You can be utilizing any of the other manufacturers out there and we can set up a generic tillage pass within your display. So again, uh, it wasn't a ton to talk about here, but I felt that that this topic was valuable for for those that maybe they're they're questioning documenting the tillage pass or they don't really see value in documenting the tillage pass. Uh, I can assure you there is value in documenting every pass across that field that being your tillage, uh, both primary and secondary, uh, tillage, planting and seeding, your application, your harvest, 
all four of those passes or all four of those operations, having collecting any data we can get is only going to help us make educated decisions for the next year and the next year and the next year. And we start to to compound and compile that data, we can start to see trends, whether they be good trends or bad trends. But we can take that information and use it to make our operations better, uh, make them more efficient. Uh, we start to talk about productivity or efficiency uh, with some of the um, tillage especially. You want to get across that ground in, in an efficient manner, uh, but also still doing a good job. All of that stuff can be brought into thought when we are documenting that. So you're only out in the field for a certain amount of time, and maybe it's not even you. Maybe it's a hired hand. And by documenting this information, we can learn more about what's going on across our whole operation. So that is all I have this week. Uh, just again, wanted to touch on documenting your tillage pass and the just the amount of value that it can bring you when you document your tillage, your planting and seeding, your application and your harvest, taking all four of those operations, all four of those seasons, utilizing that information, utilizing that agronomic data to make our educated decisions and make our operations better more efficient, more productive. And in the end, hopefully we're reducing our costs, uh, we're increasing our revenues and uh, just doing a better job. So hopefully this information was helpful for you and you can take it back to your operation and maybe learn something new this season by documenting your tillage pass. With that, we'll catch you on the next one. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Thank you.